I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and I know everyone's been waiting with bated breath to find out what happens next in the story. We had somewhat of a dramatic climax in the last part of the story, and it was a moment when the brute force really had to reassess who they were, and more than that, who they wanted to be. What kind of heroes would they be and what kind of world would they help shape out of the ruins that were surrounding them? And the world to a certain degree was crumbling at this time. We have to understand most of these kingdoms, these cities were, were built around the idea of these men and women, these heroes known throughout the lands as the closest we came to seeing gods walk the earth. And here we were with popular knowledge being that three of these heroes, these undefeatable pinnacles of sentient life, had died within the last several months. Of course, the brute force knew differently. They had suspicions that both Valiant Clash Tiger and Agarion had faked their deaths in that tomb in the Elysian Sands oh so many moons ago. But insomuch as the loss of the Paragon hero could be considered a burning torment that enveloped their souls, this newfound knowledge of secrecy and betrayal felt like an ever-present icy grasp gripping their hearts. It was here, in the streets of Nanusha, in the kingdom of Dindarast, that the brute force faced their most weighty of decisions. Should they stay and fight for the common man, right the wrongs that had been done here, and prevent any further loss of life? Or should they make haste to Serestia, before any tracks that Agarian and Clash Tiger had left behind began to fade, seeking answers, perhaps vengeance, against the betrayals they suffered? It was time they found out if they could be heroes. Yeah, so if Lola's sitting on the ground, just holding her shoulder, kind of, like, making these little cooing sounds. Mort is doing a similar thing, but with a more masculine <laughs> cooing sound. <laughs> with his broken clavicle. Uh, Lola, like, slowly turns over and looks at Mort, and she, she looks pretty shaken. You can't tell if it's because of the injury or if it's because of the tirade that Ezra just went on. Uh, are you okay, Lola? I was sure something wasn't it. I, I don't think we've ever experienced anything quite like that before. I don't like this pain thing. <laughs> Me either. I don't think that I've, I've ever 
This this sucks. We should uh, perhaps try and get ourselves patched up a little bit. Get some poultices or something. Do you think maybe Yanov has something? Uh, he, he must have. He'd probably slap some Frankie meat on us or, or something. But That's fine. I'll take it. It'll work. Uh, Yanov comes running over from down in a- one of the mini alleys. <laughs> uh, guys, oh my gosh, that was crazy. Are you guys okay? Uh, we're better. Uh, have you got anything in your shop of wonders that could help us out at all? I mean, yeah, probably, but this is not a place to set it up. We've got dead guards in the street. Uh, one of them, correct me if I'm wrong, ran off. Like, we got to get out of here. That's a good yep. point. We should probably catch up with Ezra. Ezra! Ezra, uh, Ezra yeah, I guess we, we, we hobble after Ezra. <laughs> I'm already in the pie shop, my dude. It wasn't that far away. <laughs> That's true. There was a barrel of lard outside it, which you... Right. She was able to quickly so grab the barrel right, of lard. Right next to the pie shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. You are all, you are all back in the pie shop. Ezra's sitting down drinking a room temperature glass of yak milk. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, there are no there are no visible employees in the pie shop right now. Are they not visible because they saw Ezra blow off some guy's head and then go into their shop and they all <laughs> scarpered out the back? Uh, that could that could very well be the case. They, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the most uh, like under the radar fight you guys just had in the streets. There was an exploding flaming barrel of lard. So like, yeah, it was a little noticeable what was going on out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Lola's kind of wadded up her her top and like put it on her shoulder and Hank is sitting on her shoulder kind of like walking back and forth looking nervous. Um, what do we do now? Mort grabs a uh, wooden spatula and like tries tying it to his clavicle to act like a splint. (laughs) I've seen people do this. It works somehow. I don't understand it myself. Ezra (laughs) finishes his Miak and sets the... uh, What type of cup? A wooden cup? I don't know. He sets it down. He turns over to Mort and he says, Come here. Yes? And then, uh, oh god, Ezra fixes his, he tears off some cloth from his poncho and he forms him in a, forms him a splint, sets his, sets his collarbone and forms him a splint. All right, you're gonna have to give me a crafts roll on that, and you're probably good at that. Yeah, you got a plus one on that, so. So I rolled a zero, so one. All right, well. You stick some pieces together. The shoulder blade, or the the collarbone is not, like, loose anymore. Uh, so you don't have a lot of risk of it falling out, I guess, at this point. But it's it's certainly not going to bear much weight. I mean, it's not fixed, but it is a contained, I guess, at this sling, point. So he's got his little arm in a sling, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Thank try, you not to, uh, try not to move this too much for uh, you know, a week or two. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll try. Let's hope we don't get into any more scrapes. Uh, I kind of need two arms to draw my bow. But thank you. That's very helpful. Yeah. 
And then uh, Ezra reaches behind the counter and pulls out a pie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this seems like a thing you do. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure what we should do here. Um, I think we need to investigate that cat house, but the, the guards are going to be we? on higher alert now than they were before. Can we, can we go back to the Arsene site? That that may be a good idea. Just lie low for for a while. She she looks at her shoulder and is kind of like, yeah. Or we can wait for him to come to us. Wait for the urgent site to come to us. Urgent site guards. Whoever. No, I mean, I I think we're thinking of going to their warehouse to get out of sight and recover a little bit, All rather right. than. Fuck it, let's go, man. Fight. I don't yeah. think we're quite up for that at the moment. Whatever, man. Fine, let's go. Let's go see. Let's go see Martha. You need a ride? He says to Lola. She actually looks kind of scared. She shakes her head. All right, suit yourself. Let's go. Ezra just pushes in between him and walks out the door. You guys make it back down the alley to the Argent Scythe hideout with no problems, uh, fully remembering the uh, the secret knock that we've talked about s- several times at this point. That's the one. That's the one. And uh, yeah, you guys are, are welcomed back in. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to find someone to patch up my arm. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not any that mm-hmm. is there, and he like. Uh, uh, yeah, he's got he's got they got a little first aid kit over there. They sort of they start working on it. Uh, mechanically speaking, that's it's not like a long term injury or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lola's never been thematic, hurt like so. this before. Yeah, she, she she's kind of in shock. <laughs> Ezra grabs a blanket off the wall and wraps it around Lola's shoulders. Oh. He's like, "You're gonna get cold. It's what happens. You see it. People going to shock organs and shit." Shut down. Uh, stay warm. Chill out. <laughs> Her eyes get real big. <laughs> Just try and chill out. Stay warm. Just don't, you know, don't worry about it. Think about, you know, happy thoughts, whatever it is that you, uh, you think about. Sweet rolls. I don't, I don't give a shit. Just, uh, you know, try and relax. I'm sure, blah, has some, like, drugs or something. Seems like, it seems like the type of guy that have drugs. So if you need a drug, do a drug. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like really judgmental is all I'm going to say. I'm just trying to do my job here. You have a drug, though, yeah? I mean, I have several yeah, drugs, yeah, yeah. yes. But I mean, I, I just... Awesome, man. You look like a, you look like a guy. This is way we're on the drug. Uh, that's right. Are you okay? Yeah, man. Right as rain. Right. Why, what's... You all right? Uh, aside from your uh, shattered collarbone. I, I'm, I'm fine. I was just uh, a little worried about your reaction to... To all of the murder that just happened. Oh, you um, mean the people that I killed? Yeah, no, I feel. I, five minutes ago, I told you I feel nothing about it. It's fine. They were. I, I mean, you you wish that that children starved to death. That's yeah. I mean, this is a little, little hyperbolic. I'm just saying, you know, that'll probably happen because this is the type of place where you know they look down on women if they work so their wives probably aren't working so you know how are they going to get money their kids are probably going to starve and you know if they wanted their children to not starve and be alive they should not have tried to attack us so that's not on me okay t- time time out real real quick guys you you guys just killed people what yeah, I killed two people well I killed one person uh, the bird melted another one with fire and then 
pretty sure I killed another one. I broke his nose real bad, and we left him on the street. He was uh, semi-choking on his own blood. No big deal. Is this is it related to the is it related to the to the brothel situation that you guys are here for? Like, what was the? Are you did you just jump random people? Like, what was going on for this? Uh, I was like, I was laying on the street, and uh, I'd kind of given up on life. And then they uh, shot an arrow at uh, Lola. And the other one smashed up uh, Mort's shoulder blade, so I killed him. Yep, that, that's more or less what happened. They they saw us and they came with us and we re, uh, reacted. Um, perhaps oh, we were reacted. They, were, they, were they identifiable in any way, shape, or form? Are they part of any any groups that that may have? You know, you guys have have come into you know bad contact with in the past, or you want to know if uh, Harpy, a skeleton, and a golem have come into any groups that might wish them ill will? That's exactly what I've asked you. You know, from around here, man. Look, fucking, fucking look at us, my man. Everyone around here wants to kill us. Freaks, my freaks, my dude. Uh, there's some guy, fucking Pincy Poppers or Slung Dong Silver, who wanted us to be in his freak show. He didn't remember his name. Uh, you know, we right had, uh, Yeah, that's the guy. We had Clash Tiger, you know, racist piece of shit. He's trying to improve his image. Wanted to surround himself with a bunch of uh, monsters. Uh, hang on. E- easy, easy there, Ezra. Uh, Clash Tiger was uh, a wonderful man. Um, and I, I don't think he was racist at all. I mean, he, he had friends that were monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, the classic. I have friends. Don't don't worry about what I said about monsters. My best friend's a monster. That guy. That guy. Yes. Yeah, no, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, my dude. He uh, he was using us. We were his, uh, you know, his. I'm a nice guy. Armor. He didn't even know your name, my dude. You're just some fucking bone guy. He was able to parade around and be like, look how worldly I am. He only called me Marty as a joke. You sure? You sure about that? I'm positive. Look, sure. Uh, all, all I'm saying is, um, I think we may have reacted a little too extremely um, to these guards. They were just doing their job, after all. Oh, um, shit, you you killed guards? Yeah, killed them, killed them right up, man. I, I legitimately this this hand and Ezra whips his hand up, super anime style. It's like whooshing. this is also a gun. I don't know if you've heard of guns. It's like a bow and arrow, but it explodes. And I, I put it in his mouth, and then uh, his head exploded like a. As Ezra is continuing to talk, uh, Bluch is like waving at <laughs> at other people in the in the Argent Scythe hideout. He's like, uh, "There's you, you guys left one alive out there, is what you're telling me." Well, alive ish. Uh, well, possibly two. Two. One of them definitely ran away. Well, hobbled away. He had an arrow in the, in the knee. And so they they get together and and you can kind of overhear and he's telling uh, a few guys to go out there and just try to see if they can bring this uh, injured guard back uh, to try to get information from. Uh, And then he comes back. Okay, Um, so just I mean, just for future reference, that's the type of stuff you lead with. Um, What are you saying, my man? Ezra walks to the other side of the room. He's done with this fucking dude. But Ezra, I'm, I'm just saying that we shouldn't be killing people just for doing their job. We should be trying to, to find some perhaps less lethal ways to, to stop them from from getting us. Yeah, man, I'll remember that. Next time, 
Next time a dude is charging us with a battle axe, preparing to chop us in the head, I'll uh, make sure to disarm him non-lethally. That'll be the plan going forward, my man. I mean, that that's all I ask. Uh, you, you didn't need to blow the man's head off. You could have just clubbed him on the head and knocked him out. So that's being, all I'm saying. I was being sarcastic, Morgan. I'm going I'm to I'm kill him next time, too. I don't... I thought... I thought that was clear. I thought, I thought the sarcasm was, was super clear the way that, you know, when my voice went up, it, it, it you know, it went up in pitch. I thought that was, thought we were clear. I'm, I'm going to kill him. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to kill him again. I'll kill him. Well, let, let's table this for now. Uh, let's deal, deal with the situation when it comes up, but just if you can refrain from the killing, uh, we, we're not bad guys, you know, we we're, we're trying to help people here. Yeah, man. I agree. We're helping them. I'm helping them my way. You're helping them your way. But one of them's more effective. That's all I'm saying. Okay. We'll uh, agree to disagree for the moment. I think that their families would have disagreed that we were helping them. Oh, no, no, no. We're not helping them. They were the bad guys. They were trying to kill us. They shot you in the arm. Remember? I mean... They would have killed you, so... If we're, if we're being honest here, they probably would have arrested us and brought us in before they would have killed us. All right, fine, fuck it. Next time I won't do anything. I'll just, I'll just sit. Next time I'll just sit, and we'll see, how, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes next time. Next time we'll... I think we'll, probably a happy medium between the two. No, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Fuck it, let's, uh... Let's just hope that no one cares that we're a skeleton, a harpy, and a golem, and that everything's cool. Let's just hope that uh, everything goes our way, and... If you need me, just let me know. Otherwise, Lola just starts crying <laughs> between this and Ezra's sudden change. She's she's completely thrown off, and she just starts crying. It, it's okay. It's okay, Lola. We'll 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 sort this out. Um, We'll we'll work out something and everything's gonna be fine. Fine, perfectly perfectly fine. This sucks She says and she's an ugly crier. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on, I suppose. Um we we need to get into that cat house, I feel. That's the the root of, of what's going on here. Um, we could probably do it without killing anyone, if we're just a little sneaky. Hey, you could disguise yourself as a bush, Ezra, that's very sneaky. Yeah, I mean, do we, do, we have, do we have a misunderstanding here? You think I'm just out here willy-nilly just killing people for fun? No, I... I that guy I was exactly coming at you with a sword, what do you want me to do, man? You were completely ineffective, he broke your collarbone, you'd figure some guy who's friggin' just jerking his skeleton donger about how much he loves action and adventure and being a hero so long would be better at sword fighting. So, sorry, I had to save you. Uh, I guess next time I'll save you less effectively. No, I I understand exactly why you did what you did, and I thank you for saving us. Um, I'm just saying that we, we don't need to take things that far, necessarily. But I, I understand exactly your reasoning for doing what you did. This isn't a play, my man. You can't just... We can't just bonk people on the head, and then they conveniently fall asleep. That's not how, that's not the way the world works, my dude. 
As you're saying this, they're dragging in the guy that you bonked on the head who immediately <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> I, I suppose that never really works. Um, I turn to the guard that's coming out. How's, how's your head? Oh, he's still out. He's still out. They're dragging him off to a conveniently placed uh, cell that they just managed to have in this warehouse. All right. I'm going to go to the whorehouse. Ezra, let, let me just say, finally, just thank you for, for saving us. And I, I admit that I wasn't at my best. Um, I couldn't couldn't uh, defeat that, that guy in one-armed combat, and I thank you for, for saving me and for saving Lola. Don't mention it. And Ezra walks out of the warehouse. Okay. Okay, as soon as you exit the alley, you see uh, a, a full retinue of uh, 20 guards uh, kind of patrolling around the area looking for uh, like infer- like just anything that looks out of sorts out there. Well, I basically look like a human, right? As long as you don't look into my soulless eyes. Yeah, no, they haven't spotted yeah. you yet. So I just, can I Assassin's Creed into the crowd? Uh, well, the crowd is all guards. Um, so that's an important point well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, to make known. <laughs> additionally, additionally, there like you can see people at the you can see people at the cat house. There are several guards there talking to people out in front of the cat house okay. that look like ladies of ill, Ill repute. Um, so they might be getting some like witness statements there sure. as I'm well. I'm gonna step immediately back into the warehouse. Okay. So quick, just you know, maybe you have a point. About the murder. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not gonna murder anymore, but I definitely won't do it in a main street. Does that sound like a good deal? Like maybe in a in like the woods. If we're in the woods, it, it, there's a murder. That, that's a, a good compromise to start. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the reason to bring um, that up. There's like I wish there was. I wish the mouth or. I wish the math horse was here. I couldn't get a count. There's a lot. 40, 60, I don't know. Could be as high as 37 uh, guards. Just right out where where we did all the murder. Where I guess, well, I did all the murder. Well, that's not true. Lola melted that guy. That that is very true. She starts crying harder. (laughs) (laughs) You you burnt the shit out of him. That was way worse. Oh, man. Burning alive has got to be way worse than just getting shot. I don't know. I'm the only person <laughs> in this entire world that has a gun, so I, I don't know what that feels like. But being burned alive's gotta gotta really be bad. You're that was brutal. She walks over and kicks Ezra in the shit. It's just stop, please. So anyway, we can't go in the front door. We might have to go in the back door, which is yes, a horse so, like it. So yes, yeah, so not murdering people in in broad daylight in the main street is. A good good idea. Um, perhaps not murdering law enforcement is, is not a good idea. But bad, bad people for sure. M- murder away. Fair enough. Blah finishes uh, patching up Lola's arm and uh, looks over at Mort. Uh, so, like, do you want me to do something with that? Or... Oh, uh, I mean, if, if you think something needs to be done with it, I thought Ezra did a, a stunning job. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did, but I mean, it's probably like, I mean, you're mostly functional there. Like, if we just get that thing stabilized, I think it, it, you'll be all right for 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 
doing what you need to do. But you guys really probably need a little bit of rest, too. And the heat is on out there. It wouldn't be the worst idea for you guys just to lay low for a day or so. Yeah, man. Sick. You, you guys know how to play bridge? I've, I've never heard of it. Oh, it's a card game. You'll love it. Sure. Let's let's play some bridge and get some sleep. There's a montage of us playing bridge, and uh, <laughs> the entertainer <laughs> is the the soundtrack to the montage. Where's Jasper? Jasper's still here somewhere. He didn't come with us because. He was a okay. wanted man, so he didn't want to leave. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he stayed in here. So he's here somewhere. And then Yanov's in here somewhere, too. I mean, the warehouse is, is fairly large. It's easy to lose sight of people. Um, so, yeah, over the course of, like, the next day or so, you guys get some good rest. You try to recuperate a little bit from your uh, lick your wounds some, uh, play some bridge. Uh, eventually, the guard uh, that you guys knocked out does wake up uh, and draws quite the crowd because there's a lot of people that want to talk to this fellow. I assume, oh, I guess none of oh, you no, Ezra, are um, any of those. Ezra walks over to him and he goes, <laughs> As, Ezra, wait, wait, no bloodboarding this time. Yeah, no, 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 no I guys, got it. I, yeah. Guys, I, I can do this one, she says, and I'm going up and I'm going to spend a pain point. Nice. To kill him right out? Man, that's brutal. <laughs> um, no, she's going to very sincerely get down in front of this dude and and she does. She's got like she, she you know she's been thrown off through this whole thing. She looks really upset, and she kind of crouches down in front of him, and she she says with all sincerity, "I'm I'm really sorry about your about your friends, and uh, I'm gonna use my unnatural charm." Okay. So I just add an extra. Okay, so that's, ooh, plus Arcana, ooh, oh my god, three, four, five, six. <laughs> wow, yeah, um, so that's excellent, uh, and you succeed with style, um, so you get uh, kind of a, I guess, kind of a floating bonus on this dude, uh, so if you have to make any more rolls against him, like, you're going to get bonuses cool. on it. Um but he just starts crying. No, no. <laughs> oh, this has been the worst day ever. I know. Oh, why? Why did you guys attack us? So Schmitty said that you guys were wanted and that there was posters out and that we were supposed to get you. And this is my first day. I don't know what is even going on. I was told, let's go check out the cat house. So we went down and then they seemed nice. But then we left and you were there and we thought we were going to come stop you. And then we kind of got a little trigger happy, I guess. And then things happen and there's a lot of dead people, I guess now. And he's just getting higher and higher in register. Um, yeah, we're, we're sorry about that. Um, she says, and then under her breath, kind of off mostly. Um, uh, why, why are we wanted? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Schmitty said you guys were wanted. There was a poster. I don't know. He's the one that 
that even wanted to go to the guy house in the first place. And I didn't even really want to go, but then he said it was ever all the cool guys are doing it. So I was going to go and then <sighs> I should have ever listened to him, but he's dead now. So nobody's going to listen to him anymore. Uh, I looked to the yeah, other guys and I'm me. like, what, what do we need to know? Uh, <laughs> ask him how his face feels. <laughs> uh, Lola just looks at him blankly. <laughs> How's your face feel? <laughs> not really that great. It doesn't feel great. Yeah, well, you fucked up, huh? Uh, I mean, I feel like we've established that, but thank you for rubbing yeah. it in. Uh, ask him what he, he knows about the reason for Magatha's arrest. Tinglefoot's. Uh, Tingle Tingletoes? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Um,. I don't suppose that you know... Listen, one of our friends was arrested yesterday, two days ago or something. Uh, a little uh, a gnomish woman named Tinglefoot. Do you know why she's being held? Do you know about that? Uh, yeah. Um, the, so the guards thought it was pretty funny, and all the girls at the cat house thought it was pretty funny. And she's, I guess, being held for trying to kill all of her... People that work for, I don't know if it was an insurance scam or well, what, but they're going to, I mean, her execution's two days, I guess, at this point, so they'll sort it pretty quick, but, no, oh, I'm sorry for your loss, but that's no reason to kill me and my friends. Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, you you came at us with weapons, so there there's that. Um, I mean, yeah, a lot of people made some really, really brash decisions out there in those streets. I guess that's true. Your asshole friend shot a fucking child, my dude. Look at, look at her. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Um, he has anger management issues, and we tried to get him into some therapy programs. Um, obviously, it didn't work too well for him. Uh, I don't even... I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be armed with a crossbow. That's not even, like, sanctioned. So that's not great. Um, I, I looked... I assume Magatha's near us. Yeah, she's just kind of standing back behind uh, very large people, but, like... Keeping her keen eyes okay. on the situation, but definitely letting you handle it because she 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 figured out what you were doing when you started talking to him real fast. Oh, okay. And she knows that none of them can really do what I'll you're doing. This guy. I don't know. I mean, he's he's cowering in a cell right now, but I mean, he's probably like, you know, what, five, eight, maybe. I mean, he's, he's a short Wait, dude. So he's like, he's, he's like Mort size. Yeah, sure. OK. Well, Mort, you want to just take his armor, dress up like a guard and go in the cat house? That's not a bad idea. I, I mean, I, I'm yeah. I'm chock full of fucking I, great ideas. Like, like Quest. I may need to. It's a great. It's gonna take off my face somehow. Uh, yeah, hey guys, I have I have plenty of spare Frankie masks. Just think about it. Just think um, about it. I'd rather not think about it. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, they smell like a wet leather glove, but. The good thing about it is that you will be mostly indistinguishable from a human. Um, what, what is a human besides a skeleton with a skin mask on it? <laughs> really, when you think about it. Ezra turns to Yanoff. It's in the day for this type of bullshit, my dude. <laughs> I'm just giving options, okay? It, it, well, you don't have to take it. It's not such a bad option. Perhaps I was in a terrible fire. I'm sorry. Too, too Fires soon. happen all the time in this town. Apparently, you could have been on a fire in my building. Um, this is a, bro a brothel, right? Like, if you go in with enough coin, then who cares? 
I mean... Yeah, but they had, like, particular rules about not letting certain people in. Probably, like, uh, undead skeletons. There was a huge the huge sign about undeads. Uh, it was undeads and just basically all, uh, like, fey creatures couldn't go in and, like, constructs couldn't go in. There was, like, a lot of rules. At, he turns to more... See what I'm talking about, my man? I, I, I know that there's a lot of prejudice in this, this area. You, you understand what I'm telling you? I understand, yes. Alright, just, make, just making sure, because earlier, you act like you didn't understand. No, I, I've always understood the, the things that we're up against. I, I just feel mm-hmm. there's different mm-hmm. ways we can handle them. Anyway, Lola, uh, could you perhaps ask this fellow what he knows about the owner of this new cat house? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about the cat house? How many times have you been there? Um, I guess anything that you've got will help? So, uh, just the one time, just today, was the first time I've been, uh, just opened, I guess. Who owns it? Um, there's a lady named Giselle, uh, didn't get it, I didn't meet her, um, she was upstairs, she was kind of like doing the whole prowling around, looking over the railing checking everything out thing and she was I mean, she's intimidating she's an intimidating looking lady uh i was okay with not meeting her um she was pretty real pretty but just scary you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and does her name is jizz l it's a little on the nose yeah i don't know that was her parents intent but maybe well yeah i mean i'm sure no parent wants their uh uh, 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 offspring to grow up to uh, uh, run a house of uh, ill repute, house of the rising sun. You know sorry, I mean? you you run around with a you run around with a dead guy named Mort, and you're going to talk about people's names at yes, this point. I, I was it just seems about to, like, to say that you you name your child for what you hope they become. My parents obviously <laughs> hopes I would die. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, um. So. Listen, you, you and I, she like, she puts her hands on his arms. It's like, you, you and I, I feel like we have a good rapport. Um, have you ever seen or heard of the prince going in there? Uh, no, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't gone here. I know that, so I know that back in Kushkal, she used to run a brothel back in Kushkal. And then I guess she's come here now since the prince, he used to use the brothel in Kushko, I guess a lot. And now, so now she's here. Um, so I think he knows, but I, I'm not supposed to tell you any of this stuff. So like, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah, but you know, you got, you and I, I, I mean, I feel like we have a real bond going on here. No, I, I get that. And I, I, I see that. So yeah, like, so he, I, I don't know that, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just know that, that he used her services a lot back before he came here basically um and uh, apparently so much so that when he got reassigned uh it, it seemed like the right idea for her to pack up her business and move here uh because of that so that's a pretty big customer if you like think about it that way right like you don't you don't move business for one person uh, i turn back to the others and i'll be like was she just pissed that the prince was using someone else I, I mean, the, the prince probably paid quite well for the services. Probably one of her best customers. Um, I mean, he, he was at the Buxomy Tigress. 
So she would have wanted to put that place out of business to make sure that the prince came to her new establishment. It, it sounds like that thing I was talking about. Um, this is really the, petty. The espionage thing. Remember that? The corporate espionage. So it's not industrial at all. It's, yes, I, I think that that could be the, the, the reason all this is going down. But we really need to get in there and speak to her, confront her about this. I don't think I'm getting in there. I mean, if they, they're as strict and speciesist as he's saying, I'm not sure any of us are getting in there. Uh, I, I look over at Magatha. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find her <laughs> voice somewhere within the pit. Well, I mean, I, 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 I feel from what he's saying that it's quite likely you would be able to get to there. You're a, you're a cute little thing and you're, you know, got regular, you know, extant blood in your system and all that kind of stuff. Seems like they're kind of right up. You're right up there. I mean, if they don't let Faye in, she says and kind of looks herself up and down. I'm sorry, dear. Do you sleep? What? Y- yeah. Do you sleep? Yeah. D- did, were you born in a, in a, in a fey realm somewhere? I mean, no. So I think you're fine. You're not a construct. You're not undead. You're not fey. I'm suddenly getting very uncomfortable with this plan. <laughs> Magatha, you want to run this plan by me uh, one more time? I was elbow deep in a giant box of goldfish. I don't really have a plan. I think you're right that there's something very fishy going on with this this cat house. I don't, I have several questions myself. Most of all, you know, we've, if, if your theories are true that she came to town, uh, in order to, to drive this other, uh, this other brothel out of business, then why involve us at all? It seems like that's a dangerous game to be playing. Uh, were we just bystanders and happen to be there at the time she did this? I don't mean us, as in you uh, oh, and us. Right, I right. mean the Argent Scythe at all. Why place oh, our yeah, name the, on the, the side of the, the building? The racist group that kills werewolves. Yeah, yeah, you guys. It seems like a dangerous uh, enemy to make for no reason when you walk into a new town. Certainly we would know we didn't do this, and so then we would be immediately on alert that something strange is happening. And perhaps she does have a reason to set you up to take the fall for this. Uh, perhaps you've wronged her in the past somehow. Is is she a werewolf? Ching tong ching What do you know about her? I've never heard of her before in my life. Well, well. Apparently she hails from Kushko. We don't get out there much. Very tightly controlled by the crown. Yanoff, what do you know about this? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I remember that she had a, 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 a brothel over there in, in Kushkal. Um, do you, I never how, how many times her. did you go, my man? I never, I mean, I'm a man of science. I, I don't really have time for those kind of things, but, uh. Do you perhaps know if there was another brothel in Kushkal that mysteriously went out of business when she turned up? Uh, no, nah, I mean, I, when I was there, she had been there. So, I mean, she predated me in, uh, in, in Kushko. Um, but yeah, no, the, now that you mentioned it, there weren't a lot of 
competitive businesses in her area. I mean, there were certainly places on the outskirts, but she was kind of the only place in the in the center of town there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I say we we need to go in. Um, I w- I will dress up as the guard, as Ezra suggested, and I will add a Frankie face to my disguise. Lola apparently can get in with no problems. Um, Ezra can bush himself up, and we'll wheel him in on a cart as a gift to Giselle, uh, a nice potted plant. And then perhaps some, a couple of the Arjun Scythe guys can come and see if they can work out why why she's targeting them. So, it, sound like a it's plan? A, it is a good plan as we have right now, unless anyone else has any of the suggestions. I mean, a potted plant's a weird gift, but... I mean, you, you get potted plants as housewarming gifts. This is a, a brothel warming gift. Yeah, fair enough. No, I actually, as we begins to smear himself with his chia pet paste, I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, and we can spare a few, a few people to just, you know, escort you, or actually probably come in before or after, so they don't look like you're all kind of together. I mean, perhaps you yourself would want to come. You would know more than anyone um, if she she was uh, after you. I would have thought. <laughs> oh dear, I don't, I don't exactly blend in these days. I'm quite, quite easily spotted out there in the streets. Ezra hands his pot of paste to Magatha. Am I getting my back? <laughs> uh, she hands it up to one of her uh, giant bodyguards, who does get your back. But now, I mean, we have we have people that could assist, you know. And then you'll have extra hands in case things, you know, go to worse. You know, you two plush topiary. I think it'll be a, a wonderful entrance into the system. Um, you know, my, our eyes on the streets say that the guard coverage has kind of narrowed down a little bit out there. So, you know, you probably be able to get out and, and be about in the streets without too much problem. Uh, you might want uh, a little bit of, of change of clothes. So, I mean, we can provide you with some things if you wish. Yeah, um, so I want to, before we go, I want to, like, try to disguise ourselves as best we can. Okay. Um, Yanov, could, could I have your most natural-looking Frankie face, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. Um, so I've been working on a, on a new kind of look for the Frankies. Um, you know, this is kind of uh, Frankie 3.0. You know, it's kind of what I've been calling it uh, myself recently. Um I, I found out that, you know, to, to be able to, to gulf that uncanny valley, sometimes what you really need is just a good and effective scarring. So um, this this has got a, a few battle wounds on it. It looks like you've been in a few tough fights. And then people don't really think too much of it. You know, they look at this guy and they're like, oh, man, that's, that guy's tough. He's been in fights. You don't think, oh, that's not a human. You think, that's just a guy that's just been beat up a lot, you know, kind of looks rough. So here we go. OK, let me fish this one out. Yeah. Uh, and it like makes this splorchy sound as he digs it oh. out of, uh, yeah, out of a out of a handy haversack. All right, all right, here you go. Um, this stuff on the back is actually fairly adhesive, so if you just slap this thing right on your face uh, like this, and he goes to smack it onto your face, oh, and then adjust it so the eyes line up and stuff. Yeah, it smells terrible, by the way. Um, everyone else sees uh, what looks like uh, a very very ugly man. 
uh, with bright blue glowing eyes. <laughs> Ezra would have made a joke about getting uh, getting into an un- uncanny valley at the cat house. <laughs> I nice. uh, look around the warehouse for some kind of dark glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, not gonna happen. They do not have uh, sunglasses here. I put an eye patch over one eye, um, and nice. just squint You're halfway there. the other one closed. And, and I, like, squeeze the flesh of the Frankie face closed so it's just like a little slit that I'm seeing out of my other eye. Yeah, you can, you can almost not see at this point. It's not quite that closed. <laughs> All right. Whatever just look, open just it keep is, your head yeah. down. you just you're just gonna see bright glowing blue out of it. Is my point? Yeah, I'll just keep my head down and my hood drawn, and keep the eye patch on. I think he's trying to warn us. The thing to work. <laughs> you gotta find something for your eyes. I, mean, I don't know how I, how I could disguise my eye. I can think of a way. I can think of a way right now that you guys could could offset this, yeah. but. We gotta bandage up your whole eyes and just let uh, Lola leave Ten, you. I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Sure. Okay, blind dudes gotta get pussy too. Sure. Are you wearing the guards outfit when you do this? Are you a blind guard? I was going to no, wear the, shit. You can't the be guards a... outfit, but Magatha said can't be a that blind she had guard. other clothes we could use. Certainly, so, yeah. You do have other clothes. I'm using other clothes. Can we just... <laughs> hey, man, why don't you just scoop this guard's eyeballs out with a spoon and just... Right? Just... Just put it right on your. But uh, then I still wouldn't be able to see out of my eyes if I had other eyes in my eyes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I just the idea of scooping this guy's eyeballs out. Look, <laughs> he pissed himself on us. <laughs> we're not going to scoop your eyeballs out, Jesus, man. Oh God. I mean, we're monsters, but we're not monsters. You racist shit. God. We got a couple of better plans. I put my hands this over guy. this poor guy's ears while we talk. And the best part is I'm a I'm he's hearing this from a bush. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in pure bush form at this point. Oh, I'm uh, I I never think of this because it's not useful for a fucking thing. But here you go, Mort, she says, and I cast prestidigitation on his eyes, so they're like a dull like a bright blue, but not Shining. mystically yeah. blue. Oh 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 could you could you turn me into a Japanese maple? I want red I leaves. Change his leaves red. <laughs> you can change his leaves red, absolutely. <laughs> it is I, the Japanese maple bushman. Wheel me forth into the cat house. It's my, it's my bush voice. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, There's our plan. Do with it what you will. It's a great one. It's a great plan. Okay. So you guys, uh, you get a little cart. You guys, oh, what are you wearing? What, you guys can pretty much find. Uh, whatever within reason, I guess here, like they've got pretty deep pockets and they, uh, do some shipping in and out. Like they, they, uh, work on the black market a bit. So they probably have like some, some really fine clothes here that you guys could get access to. They certainly have, um, some, uh, decent, uh, like, like battle gear type stuff, like, uh, le- like armor we'll and sort of they have the guard outfit. So they think yeah. we've got money to. I want to be like nice, nice looking merchant. I'm a bush. <laughs> I, right. I still have a, That's a established because I'm hideously ugly and want to still disguise my face a little bit. 
Okay. While Mort right. is uh, scrounging around for clothes, Ezra calls Lola over. She is she uh, like she's playing dress up right now. She's got a big floppy hat on with a big feather coming out of it and <laughs> striped pants, and she's kind of pulling stuff on as she kind of hops over towards them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how, how you doing? How you holding up? You all right? Well, <laughs> that, that, that goes on for a little while. I mean, no, but... Is that the, um... The first person you killed? She... she, she her, her whole continence kind of... deflates. Yeah? Number 37. For me. Number 37. It gets easier. It's not something... I mean, you don't want to make a habit of it. Uh, you know, I haven't shared this with Mort. Shit got weird after Ruth died before Mort found me, but uh, what I'm trying to tell you is you and you and, you and, you and Mort are my family now. And Mort and, is my big brother. He can, he can pretty much fend for himself. But you, you're my little sister. And I'm never going to let anything bad happen to you. So just know that, that you're stronger than you think you are. You know? You don't... In- you would Ezra's a bush. You wouldn't. <laughs> That's just that made the mental image so much better. <laughs> Do you enjoy it? No, no, not. I mean, it's not a, it's not a joy, and I don't. It's not something I look for. But uh, you know, a choice had to be made, and it had to be made quickly. It was. Uh, no, it's that's all right. That. <clears throat> that made me feel better, knowing that, I mean, I couldn't tell. She says, and she gives him a hug. No, I mean, you've seen, I mean, this is the way the world works. I've tried to protect you as, as long as I can. I mean, Mort, Mort does his own shit. I mean, Mort's been this way. I mean, how old is Mort? 900? He's not going to change, but, uh, you know, you doubt yourself. <laughs> you, you, you doubt yourself too much. You're stronger than you think you are. Just, uh, you'll get over this one, and, uh, we'll try to put your, we'll try to put you in this situation again, but, uh... No, I mean... You know. If this is what we're doing, then it's going to keep happening, so I'm gonna have to get used to it, I know, it's just... I don't know if I want to get over it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean... I mean, I get it. I get it. First one's tough. You always remember your first one. Thanks, Ezra. Not like, not like, not like fondly. <laughs> it's not like something you're gonna wistfully look back on. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's never gonna leave you. But uh, you know, you gotta try and not think about it as much as you can. And just, uh, I mean, it was. Uh, it's not like we went out for fun. It's not like we, you know, broke into their house and just, you know. I I know. It wasn't like a treat. It wasn't like we were just out looking for, you know, we shot you first. This isn't, this is the way it is. I know. You know people have tried to kill me more than 37. She, she, it's ruined. The effect is ruined by the fact that he's a bush. But she kind of, <laughs> she got to, you know how like you grab onto someone's sleeve, like the, the end of their sleeve and she kind of 
grabs his bush sleeve. Oh god, that term is a gonna haunt, haunt me forever. <laughs> like bush one of his little sleeve. branches. And and kinda like squeezing. She says, thanks. Alright, let's go see some hookers. Wasn't that an adorable interaction uh, between Ezra and Lola? Um, and Mort a little bit, and you may judge him somewhat for overhearing that story, but Ezra was not exactly a quiet talker. I mean, he would go over to the side and he would say these things to people, but it was be, you know, it was at full volume. I mean, he, he, and that man knew how to enunciate, honestly. Um, you know, so I know that you might want to judge me for the fact that I was, you know, by all accounts, eavesdropping on a very private conversation um, in this situation. Uh, but, you know, it's not that hard to do. Uh, Lola occasionally was a little bit more difficult to pick up on. But Ezra, I mean, you could have been standing in the same room. You're generally going to know what he's talking about. And you know what? Don't judge me, frankly. Because if, if it weren't for my pattern of eavesdropping, you certainly wouldn't have any idea uh, what happened in the bulk majority of the story up to this point. I mean, it's not like these guys just walk around all day talking about their exploits, you know? They don't say, hey, Jasper, by the way, in case you ever tell this story someday, um, I, I was over there and Lola and I were talking and there was this wonderful touching moment and I would like for you to reenact it um, thusly and then they tell you the bit by bit points. No, none of that happens. You don't get that kind of, uh, of, of information. You know, so either as a bard storyteller, either you're a wicked eavesdropper, right? Well, I mean, you're out of business. That's the only other option. You're out on your ass, right? So uh, that's not going to be, uh, I mean, Jasper's not going out that way. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. So yes, yes, I was eavesdropping. I, I eavesdrop pretty much nonstop. If you see me around town and I'm just kind of, you know, sitting over to the side, eating a pear, uh, chances are I'm listening in on your story in case one day you ever get off your ass and do anything heroic. I will have one more story to tell, okay? So you know what? Thank me about that in the future. That is a service that the Bardic community provides uh, to the greater community as a whole. You know, so you can take that judgment and just stuff it right down in your own pant pocket. Yes, yeah, I'm talking to you, Galloweth Windsong. I am talking directly to you, my lady. You can get out of here with that down-your-nose business at me, okay? All right, well, anyway, I hope everyone here had a wonderful time tonight. It was an exciting part of the story, no doubt, but oh boy, you do not want to miss what happens next as they enter Giselle's cat house and find out exactly what is afoot. I think at this point they kind of had an inkling of an idea, but I don't think they had the full picture. But boy, oh boy, does it ever come into focus over the course of the next half hour or so. So you really must come back and join us next time here at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartender and I'll see you next time. Except you, Galloweth Windsong. You are no longer welcome here at the Gilded Ram. I think I can speak for... I Oh, they're shaking their head at me, but I cannot. I don't have the power apparently to ban people from the inn. Uh, so I guess I will see all of you back here next time at the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. What is the point of having a standing room here if I can't ban What's the point? Hey there, potatoes. Didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of Brute Force? Well then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, 
Transformation Sequence Podcast, and you're a wizardary. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.